0: You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup Commentary. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Better Call Saul Commentaries here on BenchMedia.net. I am Jack. Today, I am joined by my Wake and Bake podcast co-host, TM. What's going on, man?
1: Oh, I am very happy to be here today.
0: <laughs> I can tell. I can tell.
1: Oh, man, I have been... Let's go. I this ha- These have to continue. I'm here.
0: All right. All right. This so...
1: fucking show, dude. <laughs>
0: This fucking show. All right, so this we are show. talking Better Call Saul, Season 6, Episode 9, entitled Fun and Games. Uh, this is the final season. We're a couple episodes away from the end, and uh, we're here to talk about it. So, um, All right, we've got our files queued up. Uh, TM, are we at the same point here? Did we uh, queue up our 38 seconds on the file? Yes.
1: Okay. I, I, so, I, I am identical.
0: Yeah, so for those of you watching this with a previously on, we're starting... After the previously on, it fades to black, and then the black will fade into picture, and then we'll be off and running. So, if you want to synchronize your files or DVRs or not, uh, thirty eight seconds is where you want to be. So, all right, TM, I'll give it a three, two, one, and go. We'll go on, go. You ready? Yes. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, and go. All right. Um. So last week I was. Uh, some have described it as aggressively negative about the series in the show. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. Uh, anybody can go back and listen again if they haven't heard it. Um, this episode just kind of reinforced my feelings. But TM, <laughs> you are somebody who is coming at this with a, a somewhat fresh perspective. Um, in fact, you are the reason that we're having this conversation right now, which I, I do That's really great. appreciate. Um, so give me the lowdown. What's, uh, why are we here today? <laughs> okay.
1: We are here because like yourself and Mr. A am mm. struggling through this fucking shit to the end just like you guys. And okay. it has become, I mean, we're not all fortunate like some people to tap out for two seasons and come back in. And get on the commentary. I mean, fucking mm. Pete is pulling one off here on everybody. But <laughs> he's totally watching now, and I'm texting him about it. So, you know, and I have a lot, of, I share a lot of the same opinions with Pete, actually, which will come up later as to where I want and basically at this point, I mean, need this mm. to go. So, Tuesday, I wake up. I had watched the show, obviously no podcast because you guys would record on Tuesday. So I am ready for Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning. There's no fucking commentary. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, do I text these two yet or do I fucking wait till tomorrow? It's got to be tomorrow. So I think I said something to you guys and you were like, oh yeah, we got to record that. Mm. And then today I'm refreshing the podcast app driving around the state every 30 minutes Mm. and I'm getting bent. So I texted you and I was like, dude, where's the fucking BCS commentary? And uh, our conversation has led us here. I feel like in some way I inspired you. I mean, listen, schedules don't work a lot of the times. Just look at the sportscast. But um, yeah, I I hope I lit a small fire because – I need you guys. I need all of us. It's it's not just you and Alex. I, I've been on this commentary before. Mm-hmm. Pete is watching. I don't know. I think Law might have tapped out because it's a prequel, and I, I can respect that. He went out a long time ago, I sure. believe. I do believe, though, there will be something that happens in the last four to five episodes here that will bring Law back. That is a prediction. Okay. But this has to be seen through by all of us. And I need the, the binge commentaries all the way through here. Like, I just, I need it. Like I said to you pre-show, yeah. it's like hanging out with the two of you, sure. watching it. Like, even though I don't get to say my piece, it's still, it's very therapeutic when we're going through what we're doing right now, which is basically like we refuse to fucking tap out, you know, like for better or worse, you know, it's like marriage,
0: yeah kind of kind of i mean kind I of hopefully
1: marriages out there are better than this yeah
0: one. i mean fingers yeah, yeah. crossed on that jury's still out but you know correct uh, correct but yeah okay so from my perspective let me let me explain to you how this week went okay because we don't we don't need to explain what's going on on screen here it's another montage does it look great yeah because they're good filmmakers is the cinematography nice sure is the acting good yeah it's fine uh you know we're here. We're here. Whatever.
1: We're but here. Don't worry about this week. right now. You ha- we need this aftermath, right? If they yeah. just skipped over it, we'd be pissed about that. So just uh, let it go. sure. Uh, so here's what. There's happened no way. Week. There's no way these two could actually go about their daily lives like this after what they witnessed. But hey, it's right. entertainment and television. Let's suspend some disbelief here.
0: Right. I you know like to eat uh, salt and vinegar potato chips and. I know they are not nutritious, and I know that they satisfy a certain craving when I want them. Uh, I, this show is like a is like a is like a quarter stale bag of salt and vinegar potato chips to me these days. You know, do I like? Can I respect the effort put in to make them taste like salt and vinegar? Sure. Um, is it a quality product? maybe I, I don't i don't know I, I don't i don't know i don't know what that means
1: <laughs> hold on hold on take jack the negativity
0: <laughs> listen listen here's here's what i'm going to say to you okay and here's what i said via text i'm going to stand by this i have been doing the commentaries for this series since the beginning yes. i think i'm the only yes. person who has provided a commentary for probably close to every episode i think there may be one or two where i couldn't make them but Every season I have been a part of this. I think this goes back. I think Kupka and I were on them. I think maybe even Luke Norris and I were on these at one point. Like this goes back a while, you know? Yeah. So absolutely. I, there is a part of me that's just like, I got I, I I need to finish this. Just as like a complete piece of something. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's not quite art. It's just it's it's a it's it's a logging that time has passed, that this thing existed. And I was there, and I saw it through. Right? That there's something to that, but God damn it, have I just <laughs> just fucking devoid of anything to add to this anymore? Like
1: now, are are you a completist? Would you describe yourself as a completist or no?
0: No, not generally. Okay. I think in so this. No, it's not that. No, I, I just think in this case. I've been here for a long time, and to swerve off the road at this point, it's like, it basically starts to feel like I wasted the previous 80 hours of this show, whatever it amounted to, you know? Like, I at least need to put the time in to see the conclusion, to have a complete picture of whether or not I will ever think about this again in my life, you know? That's really what it comes down to.
1: Um,
0: Yes. So... So let me, let me recap for you the last few days, okay? So, so normally, like you said, we record on a Tuesday night, go, comes out on a Wednesday, right? Now, usually the, episode, the episodes drop on Mondays, get the episode watched either Monday night or Tuesday day. I'll usually text Alex and say, hey, uh, what time works for you? We'll figure out a time, get it done. Usually get it out Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. I was so busy at work the past couple of weeks in this week in particular that I watched the episode and it didn't even occur to me that I needed to record a commentary for it because my mind has just been elsewhere shit happens you know so it was either on Facebook or maybe in the discord group somebody mentioned something about the the Saul commentary and I I can't remember it might have even been you might have been Chad D I can't remember but somebody clued me in and I was like oh shit we need to record that So I texted Alex, and, uh, you know, we we come up with a time, and then the more I thought about it, the less enthused I was to do another hour of this show, and I just, at a certain point, I was like, I don't have anything to add to this, and we kind of left it at that, figured maybe later in the week we'd record, but didn't really iron anything down, and then you texted me earlier today and you're like, Oh, are you gonna, you know, are we getting a commentary? Or what? And I'm like, Honestly, man, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, I've got time tonight, let's do it. And then you, you did exactly what you said you wanted to do. You did kind of light a fire because it reminded me that as frustrated as I am with this, it would be very stupid of me to just walk away from it at this point, you know? Um, So, that's how I'm here, and uh, I think I'm happy about that.
1: (laughs) Well, just the content. I mean, okay, this episode aside, which we're just about to, I guess, dive into, or we could talk about others, like, you know, the the NFL draft and stuff also, but listen, I believe that the way that this episode finishes... I think it leaves us at a point where even though the last season, two and a half seasons, I don't know, could probably just go fuck off and, you know, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. Mm -hmm. I believe at least we're going to get something here. I don't know if it's going to be what we want. I don't think I don't know if it's going to be Cinnabon. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. But I think the fact that we could at least have reached a point where we don't know what's next is is Watch worth it. That. I think it's worth the ride. I mean, you know, we're not just dragging through some season of fucking Walking Dead where it's just like, oh, my God, yeah. we're doing this again. Fucking douchebags eating pudding on a roof like I'm right. out. Right? right. Like we're there now. You know, what are you going to give us, Gilligan? because there's a scene that's going to come up later and I'm going to make this point again then but it's a scene that should mean so much to all of us breaking bad heads right sure. but you know what gilligan you're fucking bombing dude and you've got 4 hours to clean it up and i that's where i am and i think i think that's my focus So, but I need, but I'm, I've been so with you and Alex the whole way with your attitudes and disgust and whatever other negative term you could come up with. I'm on board with all of it, but I need it to continue. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so therapy every fucking week, dude. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm gonna use a video game analogy, okay? And I know, I know you're not the biggest gamer, but I, I think, I think you'll understand where I'm coming from here. So, there are games that I play. I'm a single player. Uh, video game kind of guy you know I'm not really much of an online player there are a couple games that I do play that I play online one of them is Grand Theft Auto online now GTA online has been going for like eight years now okay it's way overdue for a sequel shouldn't have gone on this long but it makes a ton of money for Rockstar and the way that the online is structured you go in you have a character you can buy cars buy properties go and do missions but Ultimately, there is no end-game goal to GTA Online, okay? There's... When you play the single-player version, you play a story mode, and you play with these three different characters, and there's these, like, really diverse missions, and obviously because somebody's designing that game, you don't have to factor in a lobby full of 28 other people who are also doing their own shit, right? So you get a much better produced better uh piece of entertainment that's much more in line with the shit that i want to do in video games you know like my style of play but i do play gta gta online sometimes because i just kind of want to drive around and blow shit up without consequence doesn't mean anything doesn't affect the character or the stats of the game um I'm at a point in it now where I own tanks and helicopters and all kinds of shit. I can just go in there and do what I want for like an hour. But that gets old very quickly, okay? Yet I keep coming back to it because if I want to sit down and do something that's completely mindless but still kind of scratches that certain particular itch that that game scratches, that's what GTA Online is for, okay? Better Call Saul feels like it is treading water in the same way that gta online is for me where when i'm watching this show like this scene this is, this is a good example i like all the actors in this scene I, I i'm somewhat interested in the conversation but ultimately it doesn't matter how this conversation ends because i know all of these people walk away from this so whatever tension is supposed to be here for whatever the situation is just doesn't exist.
1: And Now, okay, well, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say to try and give some, like, discussion to what's actually going on here. Because, of course, it's it's the prequel, you know, aggravation. It's well documented by a lot of us on this site and... I'm in agreement. But Don Eladio, did he not – and this is, comes from an article that my wife and I had read about this episode. Did he kill Gustavo's, like, business partner? Because we were wondering if we had missed something in the – like, I feel like they're dropping Easter eggs in this episode a lot. Yeah. And I've been so far removed and, like yourself, just don't really give a fuck. Yeah, that I yeah, think, he did. Okay, okay. So that is true.
0: Now at this point, I don't remember if that was in Breaking Bad or in Better Call Saul because it's so much. Exactly,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: But yeah, that that did happen, and and there was a well. Well, It has to
1: be. It had to be in Better Call Saul because there's no business partner right now, and we're not really deep into Breaking Bad like uh, timeline. So it had to be
0: Saul. Well, I just don't remember if there was a flashback in Breaking Bad to it. That's my Correct. thing. Right, but I, right.
1: That could be the thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just, I just don't know. But, but it also it's funny you bring that up because that factors into the scene when he's at the bar later on and talking to the yes. waiter.
1: You know, exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah. But so see, I, that's, I know that's that was the Zook. whole thing, though. But see, that's the whole thing. We're all. It's like Gilligan. You know. No good, man. We're, you, you lost us several years ago. Like, if this could have been a three-season, four-season, drop your Easter eggs, lead us to where we need to get to, this could have worked. Hmm. But six seasons, I mean, we're all at the point where we don't give a shit anymore. Just tell us – give us whatever it is that you're trying to give us here. Well,
0: here's the other tough thing, right? So – If you get a Star Wars movie, and maybe this is a Marvel movie, okay? Now, Now, let's say Star Wars. Let's say Star Wars. Main Star Wars movies. You get a Star Wars movie every, like, three years, two years, right? You get two hours of Star Wars content, or at least you used to, that was this one story with, like, eight characters... You are following it along. It's not like you see flashbacks. You're just, you're following this story. So despite the fact that the last three movies came out during the span of like five or six years, it's not that hard to follow. You know, regardless of how you feel about those movies, the audience doesn't have to do a ton of legwork to keep up. I feel like Breaking Bad is a very straightforward and awesome show to watch all the way through. But Breaking Bad ended eight years ago. And now we're wrapping up this prequel series that is supposed to take place before Breaking Bad, so the mental gymnastics required on my part to remember all of the tiny little details that are now like this, like when when, when he's gonna drown them later, you know, It's like I remember that, but there's a lot of other references that like I cannot remember because it's been eight years since the last season of Breaking Bad. It's It's a lo- it's a long expanse of time.
1: Yeah, it's like they're. It's like they are. They are holding on to, or they, they are. They are needing and expecting that we're all rewatching Breaking Bad because right. we're so into Saul right. that we can't miss. We can't miss. That's what blows my mind the most about when, because <laughs> Alex always talks about how there's people out there that watch this show that mm. are not diehard Breaking Bad fans. Like I don't get. I'll never get that. Give me yep. an hour with somebody like that, and I'll just be like, "Why do you, Why do you care about this? What does this fucking mean to well, you?" Plus, plus, there. I mean, and more power to them.
0: But there are so many people who prefer this to Breaking Bad, and I know we've said it before on the show, but it that's just it, it's it's baffling to me. I, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I never uh,
1: will. Yeah, give me a quick time check,
0: please. Uh, right now, I'm at. 18, 07, 08, 09, 10, yeah, a, 11. I was a little behind. Gotcha. Yeah. Um,
1: um, but, yeah, so, so. but you, you. Now, all of this being said, can I do, do say that I thoroughly enjoyed this scene for one reason? And it's okay. the fucking bell. <laughs> all right. Because, yep. the, the, I mean, the dialogue, what Don Aladio says about the bell and him just like leveling with Gus, basically taking Gus's side, believing all the Lalo nonsense, and saying, right. "Oh, that fucking Belmaron. Oh my God, come on, that is good stuff." Sure, I have to say, yeah. Sure, sure. Again, it's like I'm trying. I'm trying to enjoy that type of stuff. Yeah, because, it's it's I mean it's well I mean,
0: made and everything else, but God. Damn, is it taking a long... It's just taking too long. It's just, That's what it comes down to. Oh,
1: yeah. But I but see, I'm trying to... What I'm trying to portray... Like, exp, like, like I guess to coax you with is like... Dude, we're past that now. I feel like this episode closes the door as he... As, I don't know if we're at the same time, but Gus just closed the door. Sure. Uh, closes the door on all of the bullshit that we have had to sit through. And I feel like the ending of this at least next monday we are not we don't know exactly what we're going to get like we knew what we were getting tonight with this we knew it was going to be the aftermath of howard so and, let me, and i didn't realize it was going to be the whole fucking episode i couldn't believe when we get to the funeral i couldn't even believe that so let me let me bring up a
0: comparison to another show featuring gus fring okay um and that is the mandalorian okay mm-hmm. now i i'm a big mandalorian fan i think the two seasons of the mandalorian and the couple episodes he pops up in boba fett have been fucking great okay mm-hmm. and that is an interesting series because we know where it takes place and yet i think they've done a pretty good job of making it its own story and keeping it in a pocket of of the universe where it's not dependent on other shit we know has to happen, you know? It's a, it's a new character to us. He's going on a different journey. He has different goals. He interacts with some people we know. But there's a third season of Mandalorian uh, coming out soon. I'm very excited for it because okay. I don't know what's coming, you know?
1: That, yes.
0: Um... That, to me, is a great example of... Okay, yeah, it's a prequel and it's a sequel. But I never even think about that. Because it's telling a really awesome story on its own that fits in with, with Star Wars lore. I wanted more of that from this series overall. And I feel like I didn't really get it. I feel like this show was just always going to collide with the Breaking Bad story and there's just no avoiding it you know like no matter what I mean that whole first season the only connection to Breaking Bad was Mike you know it was very very isolated so much so that I feel like they they probably made it that way just in case they couldn't get the money for any more episodes like that kind of made sense to me you know Mm -hmm. um but I don't know
1: that's before these last couple episodes
0: that's where I'm at you know
1: okay no we know. <laughs> <laughs> we know. I'm here as as a listener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. your your Mandalorian analogy is fantastic, but here's what I'll here's how I'll rebut that. Of all the, come on, we just sat through an. I mean, I didn't even sit there. I tapped the fuck out of Obi wan Kenobi after one episode. I peated the shit out of that show. Well, yeah. You know what? I don't give a fuck about that prequel. So right. Disney. And the Star Wars universe gets to make fifteen attempts at fucking prequels. Okay, Mandalorian lands. Sure, I agree. I agree, but a lot of the other shit sucks. So yeah, this you know, I I'd, I'd say what am I trying to say? Just lighten up a little. <laughs> well, I think all, you're making. I mean, unless, I think, unless we're unless we're going to get a fucking nacho spinoff or. But I think
0: you're making a different point than I am, though. I think you're I, you're you're thinking that my point is more. Along the lines of like, oh, well, Star Wars is doing everything perfectly. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what
1: I'm saying. Right, right.
0: I'm saying that as a a prequel story, I think The Mandalorian is made by people who understand that you can't just nostalgia bait people to death. You have to tell your own tale. Like, you have to go in a direction that is surprising for an audience because at a certain point, any prequel... You're going to bump up to the shit people know. It's the same reason why, you know, fucking Star Wars 6, you know, Revenge of the Sith. That movie had to end one very specific way that people had talked about for 30 years up to that. So no matter what, you you knew where it was going. So it it just takes so much away, in my opinion. Um,
1: So Star Wars 6 is Return of the Jedi. You're talking about Star Wars 3. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You know, fuck just them. Say, Honestly, <laughs> fuck them. Fuck no, them, I, I, them. T- I totally understand what you're saying. Let's let's forget that I, conversation yeah, yeah. for a moment and focus on the scene that's on the screen right now because here's some negativity for you. Not only did I hate this fucking scene. Hmm. I mean, I was laying on our floor in the living room and Carrie's on the couch and I just I kept just saying to her, what, this is a waste of our fucking time. This is what Jack is talking about. Mm. Are you awake? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, are you even sitting through this? I fucking hated this. I This guy, this the waiter, actor, or owner, or who Sommelier, is he? Yeah, who gives a shit? I hate his passion for wine. I sell wine. I don't like wine. Mm. So these are the kind of people that bother me in my daily life. Yeah. And... Just steal the bottle, Gus. <sighs> or or I think he pays for it. I mean, he puts down. So he sat down. He's gotten his own glass of wine, I guess. And then he gets this. Yeah, spin, sniff, but, sip. Drives me nuts. What does he pay for when he puts two fucking $100 bills plus? He's tipping this nuts. woman 700%
0: so so okay so here's, here's so what's the other happening
1: thing. here what's happening here though he's uh, he gets five minutes of relaxation right so like this is like, what's again, the this message is, Carrie and I have been arguing about this for three days
0: this is my problem okay this is such such a subtle fucking character moment that it, it it's like <laughs> Why? Why are we wasting our time on this? Like you're okay. You're showing a scene See where that Gus three
1: hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, two yeah. down and one across, meaning he just tipped a hundred dollars
0: uh, for a glass
1: of wine because he doesn't take the bottle. Who knows,
0: man? Who knows? But know, but
1: that pisses me off, man. It so it's me
0: off. I think that the intent of that scene is to show Gus, for once in the entire run of this series and Breaking Bad letting his hair down and, like, being himself for a moment, okay? I can appreciate that if that's the center, if that's the main character of my series. If that is something that is important for me to understand about that character and I don't know where that character goes. But in a story where I already know all of his beats, okay? In a story where you've spent three to four seasons Convincing me of who this guy is, showing me what's important about him, how he "quote unquote" became whoever he is—all this stuff, okay? To add in a scene like this,
1: it, I just don't fucking care. Like okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pile on here okay. because for all of Breaking Bad, when he is Los Polos Hermanos owner operator. Right. he's mr. smiley pants yellow shirt sweeping Correct. all the you know all that fucking OCD shit and right. then when he's so we're supposed to believe his true self is when he's the evil fucking drug deal drug lord right. right right so to pile on with what you're saying I don't fucking need five to ten minutes of him having a glass of wine and relaxing because he knows that wallow's buried under the fucking Floor. Forget if it was even a prequel. I, I, I don't even care anyway. It's like you've already given me the two sides of this character. So I don't want me... a third side, and I don't need a third yeah. side. And One other thing on that scene before yeah. before you move on. So apparently when he tells the sommelier that he bought the bottle of wine that he, like, ej- ejaculated all over in that right, story, right, right. apparently – Now, again, this is an Easter egg that uh, Carrie and I were actually having a little bit of a hard time confirming – but there, I guess there's a scene in Breaking Bad where uh, Gus has Walter over yeah. and opens a serious bottle of wine at dinner. Sure. And so I literally, as I'm bitching about the scene, Carrie goes, I think that we're going to – It's this is some kind of Easter egg that we're not understanding. And my wife is ten times deeper into the Breaking Bad knowledge than I am. Sure. And she was like, so, so she dropped that on me. She's like, I think that's what it probably is. Could be. But – But then when we read up on it, it like maybe it wasn't that specific bottle of wine. It's just, Mm. they're just trying to show us now that he was a connoisseur. Get the fuck out of here. All right, all right. 10 minutes, 10 minutes I want back.
0: Let me, let me, let me give you a comparison within Breaking Bad, okay? Of a different character moment that informs the character is interesting, leaves us in, in a different place than where we started with that character and propels the story forward, okay? And that is, I think it's season three. It's been a while since I've watched Breaking Bad, so my season might be off there. It could be end of season two. But the point where he learns that his cancer is in remission, okay? The way that the episode ends is he goes into the bathroom and he beats the shit out of the the paper towel dispenser, out of just anger and frustration. And in that scene, it's supposed to show... That he is confronted who he actually is, and that he is starting to enjoy his life as a criminal, and the fact that his cancer is in remission now ruins the whole concept of him having a plausible excuse to do what he's doing, right He no longer he learns that he no longer needs to needs to you know create uh, synthesize meth and sell it because he's going to survive. he doesn't need to leave this money with his family. And in his own mind, that completely fucks his morality up, and he takes it out on a paper towel dispenser, and the episode ends. Okay, It's a great character moment. It, it shows a lot about who Walter White is. It tells the people watching the story about how much he has changed in the last couple of seasons, and that he is now somebody who is uh, on, on the wrong side of the law. He's leaning into it. He's getting better at it. And he ultimately is going to continue regardless of what the doctors tell him. Okay? Really great character moment. It's, it's valid. It's valid to that story. Because we don't know where it goes. We just spent, like you said, I don't know, eight minutes, nine minutes on a scene. Revealing something about a character that we know everything about. Everything. I mean, the things that we don't know about him are the things Alex brought up in previous episodes. Like his past, how he rose to power what he did to get on the good side of Donald Audio, getting involved with the Salamancas. But this is never going to be what's in this show. I mean, they established that. That's not this story, right? Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about his, you know, relationship with a sommelier at a restaurant where it costs $300 for half a bottle of wine. I I, I just... I I just don't. There's nothing nothing there for me.
1: Now, that was a... Dead fucking scene. It was just like I said. I Bitch through the whole thing. Get out of here. You now you're wasting my time. Yeah. But I think we've been through a ton of that. I'm I've, I've just. I'm gonna have to start swinging a little positivity here. I just sure. feel that with the way we end, we're hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing Wilson Phillips in my fucking head right now, dude. You gotta <laughs> hold on, bro. You got four left, right? Isn't there four thirteen total, right? We, we, this is nine. Uh, we got four left. Right. Four right. fucking hours. They've already wasted like four hundred. We can do one more. <laughs> four more. Ten percent. One percent more. Yeah.
0: But, but this he, scene, yo, know,
1: with Nacho's dad here. Yeah. I think Nacho's father is one of the more sympathetic characters to of all of us in the series. I didn't have to see him again here. Nacho made that call. When Nacho made that call, and, you know, he was basically telling his dad, like, I'm gone. It's done. I fucked up, right? Mm. This we didn't need. This is just, this scene to me is fodder to keep Mike on screen. Because Mike's, we're done here with Mike.
0: So, it's interesting. I've got a feeling that you're, Quite a bit behind me now. So what's your time I am
1: slipping. I'm having a little bit of a buffer issue here. Oh, all right. Hmm. I, thought I, thought I, thought I, I thought I was ahead. <laughs> no, no don't, a, move. don't move. Don't move. Don't move. I'll catch up. I'll
0: catch up. They're, at, they're coming out of the elevator now. 32, 07, 08, 09, 10, 11, 12.
1: All right.
0: It's kind of close. Pause on
1: that. I'll need you to do that again in a second. yeah. Okay, do
0: it again. All right, yeah. So I'm at, uh, let me see here, 32, 23, 24, 25,
1: 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Okay,
0: we're good. All right, so, so there was something interesting happening in this episode that I noticed in this scene. And then they kind of ruined it and they weren't doing what I thought they were doing. But I thought it was kind of cool up until I think it's this exact scene. Kim doesn't say a word this episode until now, and I thought it would be kind of interesting if she didn't speak to anyone this whole episode like that's that's kind of how she's like wearing this this like grief and depression you know mm-hmm I mean she's still selling it a little bit, but i I, I don't know it kind of seemed like uh it would have been a cool cool directional touch that they uh they don't go for so. It is what it is. We got what we got. We have dollar store Al Pacino here.
1: <laughs> so this, the conversation <clears throat> discussed between my wife and I about this scene is more about how, like, it, like this, is, this is whatever. This is just them being uncomfortable, you know, talking to somebody. at the heave, They're like 15 minutes and out. When they get to the wife, though. So when they're talking to Howard's wife, which honestly, the the first thing I thought when she comes on screen and she's got like mopey puss, it's like, wait a minute, honey. The last time we saw you, he's making you the ultimate cappuccino that I would fucking Mm -hmm. die to drink right now. And you're being a little cunt and scooting out the door like, you know, we're not even having sex anymore. Fuck you. So the fact that she's showing emotion at his death, I can't even buy that.
0: Yeah, there's some But then Jimmy there.
1: and her, yeah, it's so fucking, it's it's like, you can't give me this now when you've failed to really even have her as any part of the story whatsoever anyway. But like, so what we were talking about was like, all right, so here's slipping Jimmy and Kimmy trying to pull off another, you know, they're really like closing out their their con of, of Howard, really. Mm. You know, I mean, that that's what's continuing here. And she, he needs her to to finish the job, right? Yeah. Like, like, he's still Jimmy in this scene. And he is unable to, like, fully bullshit his way past the wife. Not until Kim yeah. speaks up. And I think it's so, I think it's symbolic of the team approach to these two. And I don't understand why we have to see the water put down like that. But... And I think it's symbolic of just who Kim, Kim keeps Jimmy McGill somewhat still alive. And as soon as she checks out and says, I'm done, is when we flip to full Saul Goodman. You know what I mean? hmm. So it's like she was the anchor that was keeping him like somewhat grounded, I guess, before he went full asshole. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's interesting
1: yeah that was our yeah that that's kind of how we were like talking through it it's gotta be i mean it's one of the only things i can really wrap my head around because again i don't i don't aside from the guy on the left i, I forget his name
0: oh uh, the one with
1: the wife i, I love that character because I, there should have been more of them selling him on howard being a coke addict because yeah, that, that the shit good. outside the restaurant outside was fantastic yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, no, that's I know it's Ed Begley Jr. I just I can't remember the character's name, but
1: oh yeah, no, Ed Begley Jr. works.
0: He's he's the fucking man. He's one of the great character actors, but uh, but yeah. So you know the thing I, I know I've talked about this on previous episodes, but the thing that I keep rubbing up against with this show is like, what am I gonna take away from this? You know what ultimately, and, and is this something that I can recommend to someone? I got to tell you, man, the next four episodes are going to be the ultimate determining factor for me. Because, you know, it's it's funny. I've heard that Pete's kind of tapped back in. And I feel like he he kind of did it the right way without knowing it. Because there's not... I feel like you could take a Cliff Notes version of this show. Like, honestly, that's exactly what he's doing. But, like, I feel like anybody could. You don't need to watch the whole thing. I mean, what I about the plot line with his brother is, va- is important to this, you know?
1: I don't even think Pete read any cliff notes. I think he just tapped back in. Yeah. I mean, and I see... I'm glad you brought that character up because... Uh, I mean, honestly, see, dude, I've that's like... Drinks. What was his brother's name? See, this is these are the problems uh, I have. Uh, What's Should the quarterback be... of uh, Tampa again? I can't remember his name, but I'm fucking kidding. Yeah, that's, this is what happened. Um, Howard. Jimmy. Uh, silver it's,
0: Cape. I mean, it's fucking Michael. It, it's, it's Michael McKean. I, I know the actors. God damn it. Uh, this Chuck. is what happens. So when... Chuck, so Chuck, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, that's it. So, that's it.
1: So, yeah, Charles McGill. So. Yeah. The, I loved this show. When, yes. When Chuck was a part of it, when when Chuck took the header off the counter at the Kinkos, oh. it it's one of my favorite moments of television. It's easily my favorite moment of this series. It is just one of my more shocking, like oh my god, like I couldn't. It looked so real. I couldn't get enough of it. I watched it like fifty times in a row. But yeah, I mean. That's when it was a prequel that was like, all right, I'm watching a prequel. Then they lost us for two fucking years. I think. And everybody's always hated Kim. How funny is it? Excuse me. How funny is it that most people just could not stand Kim? She talked through her teeth. We joked about it for fucking uh, probably a decade, even though we only got six seasons. And now at this point, it's like this is the only character left yush that we can hold on to yush like okay and now what i mean after tonight now what i so
0: so just for my own shit okay i'm i'm a big uh christopher guest fan okay i love spinal tap better uh, uh uh best in show waiting for guffman all that stuff okay ed begley jr is in a bunch of those movies Michael McKean is in a bunch of those movies. So for me, when I heard Michael McKean was in this series, I was interested, okay? Now, I liked Bob Odenkirk from, like, Mr. Show, some other shit from back in the day. Obviously, he's great as Saul in Breaking Bad, but this seemed like, a, like an interesting cast. You know, uh, I, I was in from those casting choices, you know? Um, I really... I, I, I can't say it enough. I'm a, I'm a really huge... Michael McKean fan you know I, I every time he shows up in something I feel like it's always solid you know whether it's whether he's doing the comedy thing from like a mighty wind or he shows up here as Chuck I I, I think he's a great actor I think he's a very underrated actor okay sure. feel the same way that you do I think that when he left the show it was appropriate for his character to leave the show but they really swerved and leaned hard Into the member berries of Breaking Bad after Chuck was off the show. You know, I feel like that to me is probably where I started to have some issues with what was happening. Because if you remember, I want to say it was three seasons with Chuck and then there was a, you know, sort of like a bridge season with a lot of the, the Gus and Mike stuff And then Lalo shows up season five into here and this is where we are. But to me, the thing that made Better Call Saul really interesting was the whole Jimmy Chuck thing. And then Chuck went away. And I don't know that the show ever truly recovered from not having him around. You know, like, I I think that that was what was interesting about his story. Like, that's where the core of it should have come out of.
1: Yeah.
0: And And I think we
1: we leaned on, and, and you're right, and I think that... At that point, the Jimmy... cat. Then it was just Jimmy and Kim, and we don't give a shit about that at that point. And Mm. we all kind of lean on Nacho, because at least, okay, at least this is some type of cartel slash Gus, Mike, guns, you know, something. So at least we get the good scenes. Yeah. And, uh, but at least... And I think that's exactly what happened. And then at least it led us to Lalo, who was refreshing. We all fucking loved him. We send fucking... You know, memes out about him and every other thing we've all got saved on our phones with the fucking car window. Like, what an incredible character. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, like, trying to find something positive about, like, basically seasons three through five, for the most part. or Probably, like, the end of three through five.
0: I just hate being in a spot where I just feel exasperated by the show. You know, right,
1: let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah. this question. So let's let's start because we're getting we're actually not too we're probably fifteen minutes out from the end here, give or take. Sure. We don't only really have to discuss the Jimmy and Kim breakup scene. Except I just didn't love it from an acting perspective. I have to say <laughs> that would be my critique of it, and it's it's done. But so let's go back to the Cinnabon and the black and whites and all that intriguing stuff from the beginning of the series, basically. Mm -hmm. So, Pete's wish... Pete has expressed on the BC that his hope is that we not only, you know, get there, which we better, you know, Mm -hmm. but let's let's have an episode or two in that world. We got four episodes left here. Mm -hmm. Cranston and Paul are are supposed to be on the show, right? Yeah, they're, okay. they're in the mix somewhere okay. there. So, okay, we got four hours left. I mean, what are you going to give us? Are you going to give us five minutes? Are you going to give us an episode? Regardless, we're, we at least are going to get that. So let's, I mean, I'm excited to see how they handle that. But I'm really, when Pete was talking about it on BC, I was like, yes, yes, that's exactly how I feel. Like, let's, we just jumped how far at the end of this episode. It's a pretty significant time jump.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. It's gotta
1: be, it's gotta be at least a year. It's, oh, I think
0: it's more than that. It feels like more than that. exactly.
1: The house, the office, the wardrobe, the hair. Yes, you're right. I mean, that, so, okay. So, figure two, three, four, five, who knows, right? I mean, Mm. so, fine. You can do it again. So, I, I would like a... Rapid skip through the Breaking Bad scenario. Give us Cranston and Paul. I don't really care. I think what's most important to me is the Cinnabon. Let's get to Cinnabon because I guarantee Kim will be a part of that in some way. Like, I don't think Kim is gone, even though it feels like she's gone after this. Yeah, it's got to be, be a, you know. It, it's, it's kind of an
0: unceremonious exit right
1: well it's a breakup and then he goes douchebag I mean we've all done it I, oh. I just but yeah. the the point that he gets to is now we've finally gotten to Saul Goodman I mean okay so like, cause, like my theory basically is okay Kim kept him grounded and she checks out and he goes full douchebag alright so we're not, It's not like they're gonna give us three episodes of him seeing clients and being mm. an asshole and navigating Gus and all that stuff. I mean, we've seen that already. That right. was Breaking Bad for Saul, right? So I, I, I think we gotta get another time jump. Um, I think that, and again, and the other, the other storyline, which I really just don't understand at this point at all, is the fucking lab. But it has to be done in this fast forward. So, but like who really gives a shit about that? That that's kind of been one of the most annoying parts of this season to me. It's like, because we went through all that stuff with the the Russians, and we had to feel bad for that guy getting killed, and it's because of his wife, and oh my god, like what a emotional waste of my time. Yeah. But so great, Lalo and Howard are buried underneath. Now, the next time we see it, it's probably going to be a fucking montage and it's going to be fully operational with the science teacher in there or something. I mean, you know, that might be when we see Cranston and Paul. So, right. Again, that could be it. And it could be five minutes. And I actually don't think I care. I actually think I'd be fine with that. I really need Cinnabon. I need him fucking... Checking out through the vacuum guy, mm. like like I I think give me th- if they gave me four episodes of that, it would be, it would be my favorite four episodes of this series. Okay, so and it, w- it would make it worth it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to find yeah, what yeah. what option here is going to finally make this worth it because we all, all right, don't so, think so, this is worth it.
0: Okay, so so along those lines, right? Let me give you a scenario where the next four episodes make me recommend this show to somebody. Okay. Next episode. What I want to see is I want one contained episode of wherever Saul is at that moment, just hopping through, uh, through time a little bit, right? Like every, then each next scene is like six months later, two years later, whatever. Okay. It lets you get through the, the Walter and Jesse stuff quickly. And it gets you to the point that you're talking about, where he needs to get the fuck out of Dodge. He goes to the vacuum man and gets out of there. Right? Yeah. That, that would work. Okay.
1: Uh, I think that I think that's best case scenario. I get for that all in an episode for that. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then have three episodes of Cinnabon World to see what the fuck's going on, and give me something there that's interesting. Don't just show me that this guy's life becomes a, a nothing. Okay. You you have set him up to be a tragic character at this point, okay? He's he's not a Walter White type. He's somebody who, you know, had certain circumstances based on his brother, based on his upbringing, the bullshit that he had to deal with that maybe he feels his brother did not, okay? The circumstances that he got himself into to try and get ahead. He's lost somebody who seems like he's in love with, although that's kind of questionable at times. All mm-hmm. of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So show me this tragic character and show me stuff that we haven't seen before. I think I'm with you on on that. You know? Yeah. Give me give me new. Give me stuff I don't know. Take me to a place where I don't know what's gonna happen next. I, I it's I find it interesting that earlier in the episode, you said this show, this episode ends in a place where we don't know what's coming next. I feel like we know exactly what's coming next still. And I think that's where I'm I'm still like
1: a, a little We pissed. do. We do in the timeline. If you are thinking in terms of Breaking Bad, but I think at least for Better Call Saul, the, like we're both, we're sitting. It's basically like we're sitting here at the end of this episode, and Gilligan is standing at the plate in t ball, and mm. the softball is fucking teed up for him. So, you are gonna hit it out of the park, dude? you know, fuck with us a little more and dribble it back to the pitcher or, you know, sorry for all the sports <laughs> references, but, you know, I can't help You got to get but, a touchdown you know, or yeah, you got to yeah, get a know, first I mean, down, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, the hoop is like fucking huge right now, dude. Just fucking, you know, it's like an ocean. Sink it. Um, but I just, I think there is an opportunity. For there to be some type of satisfaction in a extremely unsatisfying six years, or excuse me, six seasons, what nine years, ten, you know, That's
0: a lot of fucking time. Get your
1: COVID out of my face! You still took long breaks when there was no pandemic, so right. <sighs> I just. This is a very. It's just not – I don't like the exit for her here. I never liked her either, but I kind of did start to like her this season. Um, But, like, I don't know. And I, I not by the crying, I'm glad she's leaving. I just can't believe – I just, you know, in real-life circumstances, I mean, after Howard's head gets blown out right in front of you, I, I don't see either of them going to work here. Like, with her being shut shut off and him saying, oh, um, eventually one day we'll wake up and we won't remember. Mm. And then we'll realize that we are able to forget. Yeah,
0: it seems <laughs> like a lot to ask.
1: Yeah, bullshit is yeah. what I call on that. I would never forget that. Yeah. I do
0: like we... the... Uh... The bald patch here—I'll uh, give him that. That's, that's a nice Oh touch. my god,
1: when he fucking flips it over in front of like <laughs> the the effort put forth. Yeah, this been I mean, see that like this was pretty refreshing. I, ke- I kept saying to Carrie too. I'm like I'm like oh where are we? Mm. What's going on here? Who's that bitch? You know, like I mm. was like, thank God, so it's changing. You know, like this was mm. very refreshing for me. I was like, finally. This is kind of something we've been waiting for probably since the first season because literally the fucking intro has got the better call saw matchbook in the urinal. I mean, we're talking about season one. Mm. We are now in episode nine of the final season, and he is Saul Goodman really for the first time. Okay, so
0: let me let me ask a question. Okay, and again, I think oh that's brutal. Um, I, I This also factors into, like, what the fuck for me. But we've we, we wanted to see, you know, him as Saul for a long time, okay? Now that we're here, I'm not sure that this means a whole lot to me anymore. Like, it's just, it, there's been so much buildup to this epic reveal of him as this character.
1: And it's kind of just... Well, no, I I agree. I I think you're 100% right. This is extremely anticlimactic at this point. But we just discussed how we are looking, we're needing something past this already. Yeah. Yeah, you're 100% right. This is anticlimactic. Who fucking cares? We already Mm -hmm. know he has 50 ties. We know, you know. But what we were reading, I read a little about, you know, what people try to say who are actually trying to support the show and, And you know, say this all makes sense and stuff. It's basically just saying, "Hey, look, Kim's gone. Now he's gone, full douchebag, basically." Yeah. And and it's okay. So it took you that long, and you we had to get dragged through the mud in that relationship for that long.
0: Okay. I I keep
1: thinking back. I keep thinking back to them, Con and that guy, Mm. at the the hotel bar. Uh, and then they're like oh we're gonna get back we're gonna bang tonight and we're gonna be in a relationship it's been a shitty relationship anyway
0: all right here is here's, here's the, the other thing that i need i need in these episodes justification for six seasons of this i don't know what that is i don't know what it looks like i need this to be validated as you know this required six seasons in order for me I think to, we've, to recommend this. I think this.
1: we've already Oh no, okay. You keep saying that. I don't Never. think you recommend this show to anybody, first of all. Mm. Second of all, I don't think we're getting validation for the length. I think the length is the I think the length is the issue. It is the number one underlying factor that sets off all of our aggression. Okay, so the so the number one fact going into the series is it's a prequel, so we're already like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then what you're saying, I don't know, man. I think, I don't, I don't think we can get that validation. We can just, what I'm trying to do is just hope for something cool to round this out. Like Gilligan, show me that you have not just been fucking wasting my time because you made all your money, you have your recognition from, you know, Breaking Bad and, they just said, Hey, you could do seven seasons or six seasons instead of four. Oh, okay, I'll take the money. I can drag mm. it out. You yeah. know. I don't know I don't know if I don't know if you're gonna get the time frame validation here, man I do not I d I don't I don't think that's a possibility. You're probably right. I think they've already fucked us on that. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. <sighs> I th- I think Ooh, it's the me. I think it's the black and white, the Cinnabon, who are the guys that recognize them at the mall. Hmm. You know, ultimately, what does that lead to? I don't even care so much as to how he got to be a miserable douchebag. But, like, can we let's talk about how much money he got away with. Let's talk about how he lost it all if he did. Mm. Let's talk about if Gus tracked him down. You know, like, I need that. I mean, you didn't even give us... You could have spent all those times wasted. You could have spent it with him already being Saul and showing us him construct this office, which would have been fucking more... Interesting. Mm. The, his secretary designed the initial office. You're telling me she approved this shit? No. He obviously... Kim left him and he obviously walked in and said, Hey, you fat bitch. This all sucks. I'm putting yeah. up pillars and the fucking constitution because I'm an okay. asshole. So let me let me
0: propose something uh, interesting. Why couldn't this have just been the series finale?
1: I would have been so angry.
0: Uh, well, yeah. But, like, again, the next four episodes... I'm gonna be thinking about that too. Like, oh, really? You needed four more episodes to, to do this. Why not just end here? He's Saul now. Why not just end here? What else? What else is there? Ultimately, okay. Outside of those those flash forward scenes, what else is there to say? I don't know. I guess I, we'll find out. We'll find out. I'm not giving up. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking finish this out. But like, what else is there to say at this point?
1: So what was so what was that? Right there at the end. What is that Escalator fucking mall cut? Because that's the mall, is it not? It's oh, got to be the mall where the Cinnabon is.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You, so yeah. He,
1: Right. So my fantasy is from here on out, it's all mall. I know it's not going to be the case because I don't think you can introduce uh, Walter and, and Paul... That that doesn't make that eliminates them, so we know they're coming. But that was that scene right there at the end. I rewound that like three times, and I'm like, "What? Like, it it gives me a ray of hope, (laughs) you know? That I I think I think that something's going to be good here. I feel like it's not going to be all bad. I really do, and that's why I I cannot. I'm dying for your commentary. I'm like, come on. There's no way we're ducking out now. Come on. <laughs> we got to do this. I mean, I don't
0: know if you you were aware of this or not. Did you know that AMC created an animated series called Slip and Jimmy as a spinoff not, of this?
1: Not until you guys mentioned it, but then I saw it pop up, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: Yeah, I will not be watching it, but anybody who wants to, you know, just you you let me know. Kafka checked it out, and he said. Uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of whoever greenlit and then produced this show needs some sort of mental
1: examination. Oh, my God. I mean, what is even like my only question really is like, what's the runtime? I mean, how is it like 15 minute episodes? I mean, what is it? it,
0: I think it might be something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to find out. So, you know, anybody out there? You know, you uh, you want to waste your time with it? Feel free. You uh, you let me know. <laughs> I'll I'll take your word for it. So.
1: Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. Slipping Jimmy. Nine minutes. The Great. first episode. Yeah. Okay. Who fuck it?
0: Like, who is that made for? Like, th- think about it. Who the fuck is gonna watch that and enjoy it? Like, like. Kids are not going to watch that. Is it for fans of Better Call Saul? Okay. Like, like who gets... I don't know. I don't
1: the know. misadventures of a young Jimmy McGill and his childhood friends in Chicago, Illinois. Told in the style of classic 70s era cartoons, each episode is an ode to a specific movie genre. From spaghetti westerns and Buster Keaton to The Exorcist. I'm tapping now. <laughs> wow. Nobody cares. Oh man. I, I, I don't know. All right. I don't know. Four left, baby. That's right, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my head feels then. Pretty much,
0: pretty much. All right. Uh That's the number. Feel free to call. Leave a voicemail. Tell us how, you know, we're wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. How, you know, you you just got to appreciate it for what it is or else you never like it, man. Come on. Come on. Give it to me, Duke. Send it in. Send me some voicemails, all right? Tell me how much I'm I'm fucking wrong about this, okay? Because I'm fucking not. I'm not. This show is what it is. Okay. The
1: Duke, the Duke is is giving you that nonsense. I'll, I'll take care. I'll I'll get on. To, I'll take care of him.
0: He's in the Discord. Him. Just
1: drop right in. Drop right in.
0: Uh, fuck that. now I got. Uh, we have.
1: We have two. I, I have his number. We text. Yeah, I'll so attack we. him tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, leave a voicemail if you feel like it. You can catch us on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Binge Media um subscribe everywhere make sure you sign up for the patreon for any new shite that's coming out and the full binge of course um
1: come on people i know i'm not the only one who needs these commentaries every week send a text to the binge line call into the googs tell these guys we got to keep this shit going baby i'll fucking do it myself
0: let's go he did he did it himself you know give the man credit
1: I was literally going to tell Pete, like, dude, could just jump on with me for an hour. I'll talk the whole fucking time. This shit has. To, I need I need therapy for Saul. This has been great. I can't wait yeah. for next episode. I, I, I have to say, so much good TV. It's been a great year. This is one of those shows. It has come back. And it's like, oh, Saul's back? All right, let's go. But this is it, man. The home stretch. We are so close. We've done this. We've made it. It's, it's, I'm not a completionist either, but this is a need to finish, not a want. Yeah. And it's not, it's like, I don't have to, but like, I need to do this. Like, I need to see the end. I can't read about it. It wouldn't be good enough for me.
0: Yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch. You have to watch the plane crash into the side of the mountain.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm subtly confident there could be a rough landing here can't it might not be all bad i'm holding out look, hope, man. I'm, uh, look, I'm i'm not nobody... trying to i'm not trying to con, like convince no, you no 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 but...
0: look honestly honestly nobody would be happier about it than me I, i'll i'll be you know as as negative as i am around this show right now as fatigued by it as i am i'm I'm, I'm not going to lie. It would be nice if it ended well, you know. A, a good ending saves a lot of mediocre movies and TV shows. I mean, a lot, yes. you know. Yes. So, you know, you got four hours here, okay. You want to do something interesting? You want to show me something I haven't seen? Give me a reason to think about this ten years from now. You got four hours, okay. The Godfather did it in three, is all I'm saying. So you got time oh, to work.
1: Too soon? Very nice. <laughs> so, just saying. I like it.
0: All, all right. right uh, TM, you got anything else? Uh,
1: nope. Can't wait. Right. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to see it through. For, right. for better or for worse, till death do us part. All right. All, all
0: right. <laughs> uh, we will figure out a wake and bake, and we'll get that out to you uh, sometime in the next week or two. But uh, yes. otherwise, I'm saying Peace. Hoo. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at bingemedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at patreon.com slash bingemedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Buy some merch at bingemedia.net slash shop. Subscribe to our newsletter at bingemedia.net slash newsletter. And don't forget, I didn't stop giving hand jobs because I was good at it. I stopped giving hand jobs because I was the best at it. I got that camera.